And he got there at like, if I'm remembering correctly, like two or three in the morning. And this, this woman is just basically in tears, you know, and, and basically you can imagine the thoughts going through her mind. I'm going to, I'm going to die in the American West and be eaten by coyotes. And this is it for me. Welcome to another episode of the Essential Craftsman Podcast. I'm Nate. I've got my dad here, the Essential Craftsman. How are you doing? Good, man. We are going to talk about YouTube and some of the channels that we enjoy at the moment, things we've watched in the past, and just about the platform a little bit. So luckily, we know for a fact that most of you are YouTube people, so hopefully this is something a little different. And maybe the goal would be you come away with an idea of something uh, new to watch. Mm-hmm. And in the comments that we emerge with some good suggestions on something new to watch. Yeah, exactly. So do you remember the first YouTube video you watched or the first types of YouTube videos it, it you was, watched? It was in your house in Mesa. We were down there, what, I, I think it was maybe the first house that you lived in before you were married, maybe. Okay. I, I think it was that house. And you said, hey, check this out. And we sat down, and I just had no idea what to make of it. And here's these cats getting slammed in screen doors and doing backflips and stuff. And, yeah. and then one thing led to another, a squirrel, a base jumper, you know, and some of that. Yeah. I, I just, I, I couldn't even process what I was looking at. Yeah. But I was afraid you were wasting your time. Well, I certainly was. <laughs> no doubt about that. The, the nature videos for me were the first types of videos that I really got into, and especially African wildlife and years ago, there you know there was some good ones. Nowadays, I don't know if you've checked recently, but it's no. it's insane how many great videos you know high really? super high definition of of fights and migrations and you know ambushes ambushes. So so I remember vividly now just talking about this that my my idea about YouTube changed as soon as you were up visiting and introduced mm-hmm. me to Battle at Kruger. Yeah. That video it, it that was just a revelation to me about African wildlife videos and yeah. the potential of people with cameras to capture things that just yeah. had never been seen before. Yeah, the one I was watching recently was of this big herd of I guess it was wildebeest but crossing a river and there's probably a thousand animals and and the crocodiles kind of picking them off you know as they can and just amazing footage that we've said this before but it feels a lot like watching something you kind of have no right to watch Mm -hmm. if i had paid for a flight and accommodations and two weeks of travel and and happen to see that even then i would feel so lucky but here we are here we get to just kind of watch it Mm -hmm. on our tvs now which by the way let me just say uh at the outset here, that watching YouTube on your TV is the way to go. Not, I gotta, I not on your better. phone, not on your computer. Go to the app on your TV if you have one and watch it there. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, closely related to that is hunting videos. Oh, man. And I don't know if you've gotten deep into the hunting so, circuit there. but So what, five years ago, like the year before we started our channel, mm-hmm. I, was, I was getting pretty deep into YouTube. You had introduced mm-hmm. me, and I was getting a little bit of familiarity, and I was watching the the eternal battle between lions and hyenas. And I was watching, um, there's a, there's a manufacturer of, I, I used to do, I used to hunt a lot and I bow hunted a little and there's a manufacturer of an illuminated knock on an arrow. I think they're called Luminock actually. Mm. And, and I had never imagined that I, I could watch guys on stands and, and still hunting bow and arrow and watch that arrow travel from a, it was just 
amazing. Yeah. And as I was watching it, I realized that it's sort of, I had been missing hunting since time and responsibilities had kind of displaced that for me. And I realized that I was getting kind of a very similar experience to hunting and watching these other guys a lot like me hunting. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just loved it, man. I mean, I will never have the experience of shooting a, a 72 inch Alaskan bull moose from a range of eight feet mm -hmm. right in the middle of his chest with a bow. Boom. But I watched this guy do it mm -hmm. and I was sure the bull was going to kill him. You yeah. know, it was just amazing the things that I could and watch. You were probably kind of like clenching your fists and sweating the whole time. My heart rate was elevated. Yeah. 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 It was, it was awesome. I, w I watched a hunting channel, a lot of them, but one of them in particular and the host or the guide, I just, I just enjoyed it so much hearing him do his calls and I, I really feel like I got to know the guy kind of and mm -hmm. I just loved it. I think I feel like hunting and we'll mention a few other sort of genres, but that's a genre that is just perfect for YouTube because it, it anybody with a camera can show their hunt. In fact, I, I there's one video I stumbled into. I'll try to find a link to this one because it's so neat. This young kid shoots an elk with a bow, um, kind of like a frontal chest shot and the the elk just kind of tipped over you know right onto his head Whoa. in a way that i at that time i had watched dozens of elk um killed and it was certainly unique and this young kid celebrating with his dad and yeah I, it was just it was so filmed in beautiful high def probably just with a phone but ah, it's just so cool that, yeah, that we is. can kind of share these things with all these, these things yeah skydiving and yeah and and people hunting you know, falconers hunting with falcons and with golden eagles. I, I have watched golden eagles hunting foxes yeah. and deer. I never imagined this, and I've, I've had a front row seat. There's some criticism, a decent amount about YouTube these days, about how the platform has changed and YouTube is wrecking this beautiful thing that they once had. And I don't, I don't know if that's true. And, and when I talk about YouTube in general, I, I'm actually kind of, it's less YouTube. It's more just the ability for anybody to put content online, and that's not going away anytime soon. So I'm not overly concerned about YouTube and what the specifics are that they're doing, but more the beautiful fact that people can film things themselves and, and share it. And, and if you're searching for it, you can probably find it eventually. And, and I don't think that's can, going away. And we can pick what we want to watch. Yeah. Perfect freedom in that way. Although it is clear, YouTube is certainly pushing and promoting like these late night shows. And oh, really? Yeah, it's weird. Like uh, like things that are come on more YouTube. mainstream. Oh, they're wanting to turn it into television. I think great. I don't know if I don't know if they're wanting to or if television's client. I, I don't know what something because there's a decent amount of like on my sidebar. Yeah, like NBC shows that I have no interest in oh. that are just constantly getting in there. So I think. People who are concerned about this, they probably have uh, reason to be concerned. But mm -hmm. okay, so hunting is great. Obviously, we have to mention workbench channels, which is how I consider uh, handyman channels, like our own, where mm -hmm. we're showing tasks and projects and tools, kind of like hunting. This is another genre that is just perfect for yeah. YouTube. And man, there's just so many good ones. Are there any workbench channels that you've that have popped out to you lately? Well, Alex Steele is not a workbench channel, but man, that kid is fun. His, his YouTube videos are spectacularly engaging. Yeah. And that boy is a full-fledged, take-it-to-the-bank blacksmith. I mean, he's not yeah. afraid. I don't think Alex Steele has, has been afraid since he was first, uh, yeah, 
Has he ever been afraid of anything? I can't imagine it. I don't know. That's a neat kid. It's kind of like, uh, I think of him like Tiger Woods, where here's this yeah. kid, his his name is even Woods, yeah. Tiger Woods. He's like, <laughs> he has to be the best. And Alex Steele, the same way. Like he started as a kid. His name is Steele. He's so energetic and charismatic. And yeah. just, I mean, this he's he is the blacksmith for youtube he is for for the next generation also i I don't know i wonder how many kids younger than him are you know idolizing and and following and wanting to be just like him and that is man that's cool so ethan hardy here's one yeah right there i mean this young man's in canada i think so yeah we sent him some ribbon burners oh and and he he knows alex and uh, i think he's done some he's made some hammers for yeah i don't know but there's probably 800 just like that, oh, yeah. who are at home banging away. Where there's one, there's a zillion. Really, really great um, channel, and uh, and and he certainly kind of, if not raised the bar, set a standard for production and output. We definitely are doing our best to emulate and whatever he's doing to create these great videos so frequently. Man, a lot. Can he was be doing one a day for a long time. Yeah, I can't imagine how that happens. I don't know. I I think that he. Probably has help. There's probably people helping. Got to be. Because um, we know that it does take a, a, a lot of effort. So great channel there. The other blacksmithing channel that I've that's popped up recently is Black Bear Forge. And I don't know a ton about the guy, and I've only watched a couple of videos, but I really enjoy them. Yeah. I, P- polar opposite from Alec. Yeah. You know, I mean, Alex, Alex would have been in show business somewhere. Someday yeah. he would have done that, you know. And Black Bear Forge guy, he's just got a cool little shop, and he's doing with good methods and good tools and good yeah. products doing his thing and talking God, about it. Like, yeah, he's doing a great yeah. job making neat, creative things and making great videos about it. So that's With a, an emphasis on how-to, right? Yeah. He, he's really kind of spelling out the how-to. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's doing a great job. Um, there's been a, if not a surge, but restoration videos like mm. people fixing up old tools. I think those are a little... If they're not they're not easier to make, but you don't have to put your face on camera. You can just do it with your hands, and so mm-hmm. people are less intimidated, maybe. And so there's a lot of those, and those are always enjoyable and satisfying to watch. And there just seems like there's eight eight million of them right now. And I, I watched an anvil be repaired by I think a guy in Russia that was just jaw dropping the video, the repair, everything about really? it. So those are that's another great. I'm sure if you're one of our viewers, you probably are tuned into all of these and more, but. I consider these all workbench channels. Now, um, what about music? Do you listen to Live or, music. or watch music on YouTube? So a little, but my niche is kind of old music. So I, as a as a kid in my teenage years, well, all my life, I've liked traditional jazz, Dixieland jazz. I play traditional jazz trombone, tailgate trombone. That's my style. Mm-hmm. And I, when I was a teenager, I was playing with a with a band. We'll, do we'll talk about that sometime but i listened to some pl- guys that were playing then max collie and the amazing rhythm aces and this was a bunch of hardcore hippies this was 1970 five four five six seven so here are these guys that they were in their late 30s early 40s rough looking hmm. from london and hmm. so i mean they were rough they were straight out of the uh, out of the flower child movement in the UK and boy, could they play. And I just fell in love with their style. And then there was a group out of, um, Massachusetts, the new black Eagle jazz band. They will always, they will always in my memory be the, be the pinnacle of 
traditional jazz, Tony Pringle and Stan McDonald and those guys. Yeah, great name for a band. Oh, yeah. Cool well, the, no, the, the, the name of the band, did I tell you, the New Black New Eagles? New Black Eagles, new yeah, Black that's Eagles. amazing. There was a Black Eagle jazz band 100 oh. years earlier. Oh, okay. the New Black Eagles. Yeah, or 90 years earlier, okay. the New Black Eagles. And so they were purist in their approach to the music. Mm. And so I listened to them when I was a kid and then veered off and my my LPs, my my um, records all got warped in the sun, and so I couldn't listen to them anymore until YouTube. New Black Eagle, bam, there they are. Yeah. So I can listen to those guys. Yeah. So here's a funny thing about That's Max Colley. So, so they cool. were they were a rough bunch, and uh, so I was listening to a a single. I don't remember the tune. Maybe it was maybe it was Ballin' the Jack. Maybe. And right at the end, if you listen to the whole thing, those guys threw in a shot of a of a beautiful young woman in a compromising position in negligee right at the end of the video where the, the, the people who were v monitoring mm. YouTube for inappropriate oh. contact where they wouldn't have stuck with that jazz oh. thing all that time. <laughs> they just threw in those frames at the end. And I thought, yeah, way to go, Max. You know, some things never change, yeah. right? Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Whoever, whatever music you enjoy and the specifics don't matter because people's tastes are so different, but whatever you listen to as a kid or five years ago, it, it is on YouTube and probably there's live concerts that you can watch of those people and interviews with the actual artists. And just, there is so much content around music and musicians. That's just incredible. Yeah. And one thing I've noticed recently with this quarantine, a lot of musicians are, are, they may maybe they're not touring or playing shows the way they were so they're they're playing live and putting concerts on youtube and in a way that they weren't a year ago which mm -hmm. is really cool and i hope it i hope people stick with it because there's been a few shows that were incredible um i i watched the post malone uh nirvana tribute concert if you haven't watched that it, it's got like eight million views but these kind these guys got together and played a tribute concert and i feel like i own a ticket price mm -hmm. it was just that that amazing and that high quality and mm. i hope i hope people i hope these artists all stick with that i hope that's the future of it all right um we talked about hunting but we didn't mention fishing and same thing could be said there in fact the channel that i that i was watching a few months ago was called catch them all fishing and this oh, is yeah. this this super energetic charismatic guy in florida who is catching fish out of canals and storm gutters and putting them in a swimming pool in his backyard. This guy's a fanatic. I mean, he is just, he is into it. And I loved it. I, I just loved it. The camera's like shaking like crazy. He just basically is carrying this GoPro around. I loved it. Really? I, I would, I, I, you gotta watch that. He's, it's, it's, a, it's a type of thing. And I think a lot of people have this experience where, I'm not particularly interested in, you know, Gulf Coast fishing and the types of fish there, but but I'm watching his channel. Wow. He makes it interesting. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so so what drew me in when I was still able to watch YouTube and not was part and was not part of it was spear fishing. Yeah. I did some snorkeling as a kid. You lived in Hawaii mm -hmm. and I, I had a couple spear guns. You made a Hawaiian sling, didn't you? Did you do that? Uh, no, I never I never made one, but I okay. used one a couple times. All right. So Anyhow, man, it is it's exhilarating to watch those those free divers yeah. spearfishing. It's out of this world. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you can you can enjoy that and experience it without having to pay the heavy price yeah. of building up all the skills and tools and travel being, to yeah, make being it able to hold my breath more than 8 seconds. Yeah. There's a lot of I'll call them personality channels, but it's people reading the news or giving commentary or just kind of 
chitter chatter. I guess it's vlogging. You know, some of it maybe more important than others, but that's certainly a huge part of YouTube. Is there anything like that that different, you watch? Different than Jordan Peterson? No, I like Jordan Peterson. Yeah, I man, think. I, Jordan Peterson. Yeah expanded my thinking a lot a year and a half ago or so when I was listening to him a lot yeah yeah I guess that's the point you can be connected to ideas and people and lectures and and thoughts that that you uh you may not have had otherwise so that's a great that's a great kind of path to go down is just the it's not academic but I don't know what you call that type of thing just well it's sometimes it's academic and it's, it's enlightening and it's educational and it's what yeah. I mean, the whole thing about the dark web, I'm not even sure what that really means, is, except just a way to sort of categorize a type of thought, you know, but I don't know. Oh, it's, do you, it's mean, just, you mean the intellectual dark web? Yeah, the intellectual yeah. dark web. You know, I'm not, I, I, I don't know about that. It's just interesting to hear different people think different thoughts. I thought that framing of, of that intellectual dark web was, dark web was just a little cheesy and kind of mm-hmm. like a little self grandiose for the yeah people who decided they were part of it i was kind of like okay guys i, yeah. I don't know <laughs> yeah yeah it's like last thing we want to do is trade one class of elites for another you know what i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> but point is yeah there's some really great thinkers and yeah lectures and ideas on youtube that are really fun and even if they're not ideas you if not believe in but subscribe to you can still get it from the horse's mouth that's right and you don't have to read the whole book to get yeah. the punchline. I mean, if you're listening to the author and and yeah. you listen to him, I don't know, eight or ten hours, you're going to get a lot of what he thinks is important that you would have had to go through his whole book to get. You yeah. Know? So I, I like that. So here's an interesting one: is Kelly, my wife, Nate's mom. She has she she watches assiduously and is notified. Notified. She has punched the notifications for active self protection ASP. Which is this guy, John Moria, something like that? Yes, Moria. Something like that. Something who's teaching self-awareness and situational awareness and transitional spaces and, and what to do if you're armed and what to do if you're not armed and how to, how to stay out of trouble and what to do if you find yourself in trouble. And he's showing all these videos of security cameras that catch sometimes just really shocking interactions between good guys and bad guys and bad guys and bad guys. And it's just, hmm. I, I think differently now about concealed carry and, and waiting your turn and taking your turn and, and, and it, I, she loves it. And I watch quite a bit of it along with her. So he, he kind of breaks down security camera footage of altercations yes. and yep. talks through what the defendant did right or wrong that, is that that's it? exactly it he's got a very simple format he comes on he introduces what this one's going to be about we're going to see this we're going to see where this but that, this issue is brought sponsored by bam and it's he's got four or five sponsors okay i don't mind okay i don't mind that a guy's got to stay a guy's got to pay the bills right yeah and then and then the footage rolls uh, and he gets to the end and say okay now let's see what we can learn from that and he'll jump mm-hmm. back to the clips that illustrate you know you know, people making the mistake of sticking their handgun out there close enough that the bad guy could bat it out of their hand or get a oh. hold of it. You know, he he if it's a if it's a if it's a cop and his altercation and body cameras and there's a lot of that. Here's where he kind of lost control. Here's where he was taking a chance. Here's where he did great. Whoa, he's in trouble for that. Um, a, a convenience store clerk. Okay, mm. when they respond quickly, here's how they. How, anyhow, he just you always know a lot more. And I think are maybe somehow marginally safer for having learned yeah. those things, for having yeah. watched his videos. Um, a few months ago, I was watching a new channel called Matt's Towing and Recovery, 
What's this, that? This is a channel of this guy in southern Utah who has a tow business, but it's primarily kind of off-road towing recoveries. So people in their their big trucks, or sometimes oh. even like you know razors or rangers who are buried in sand, and he goes out there in like a four-wheel drive jeep and tows them out. Okay, doesn't sound too interesting, but it's a great channel. I I really enjoyed it and. And uh, he's putting out a lot of regular content. It's just amazing that he's pulled out some really big RVs and fifth wheels and all these huge trucks just with his little Jeep in the sand. And it's kind of a good example of someone with some real skill and the, the skill of, you know, how, of how to hook on and pull out being more important than super huge flashy equipment and stuff. It's really, it's really fun to Does watch. Does he have winches and cables or he just hooks Not directly really. on them? He has this... He has, well, he does, yes. And at times he's used all those things. And he has some big traditional tow trucks as well. But okay. his Jeep is like a 98 or whatever XJ. That's like the boxy four door one. And he uses this strap that's, it's really long. It's really thick. It's like as big around as your arm from what it looks like. And it's, and it's really stretchy. So he will hook onto the car and it's probably like, I don't know, 25 or 30 feet long. And he'll just, floor it and it'll stretch and kind of store some energy stores some energy and kind of yank the person out and he might have to hit it a few times but he just kind of tugs them out with this little jeep in in big sand and it is so fun to watch anyways he does a great job at telling and this is i think what makes it so watchable because every little expedition is kind of a story he'll get a phone call okay so and so a rental car up i can't remember the name of the sand hollow some you know southern utah place and so every little video is kind of a little story of this recovery and you get to meet the person he's towing out and one video that i'll mention although i think he took it down um i went looking for it it was so i was so like gripped by it but he towed this woman who was like two or three hours out in the desert uh, mm. she was french she was in a rental car she got led off the wrong path by google maps google maps no and road. she was so far out there and she called she finally got a cell signal and called a tow company she thought she didn't know because her phone died and he got there at like if i'm remembering correctly like two or three in the morning and this this woman is just basically in tears you know and and basically you can imagine the thoughts going through her mind i'm gonna i'm gonna die in the american west and be eaten by coyotes mm-hmm. and this is it for me and that might sound silly, but if you've ever been in a situation where mm. you can <laughs> you can see that it, it was very real for her, and he's just kind of you know talking, helping her, and she's like, "Don't leave, please, don't leave." You're getting his car, and oh, it was just amazing. I was just, I think he took the video down, though. I, I wonder if she or somebody else thought it was too personal. I don't know, but hopefully, there's another one of those. It was really, really great. Anyways, I'd recommend that channel uh, completely, and if I misrepresented that story matt i'm sorry but that's that's how it was for me and i think he actually kind of included that in a few other jobs but anyways neat channel and something different again i'm not especially interested in towing but that's part that's one of the beautiful things about youtube you you can see and learn new things and and you know if somebody can tell a good story it almost doesn't matter as much what the subject matter is Mm. you're you're there for the story so interesting i know you're not watching a lot of youtube these days i'm not watching very much but unfortunately it's not a consuming YouTube is not really something we're doing a lot of these days. Yeah. Not too much to add, except there are some videos that I've seen that I, I'll never forget. Like Alex Hanold, you know, that, oh. that rock climber boy. Oh yeah. The, the things. And of course, National Geographic did the one on him climbing El Cap. Yeah. But, but he, he had YouTube footage on there of free solo climbing that 
It's yeah. the stuff of nightmares, right? Yeah. Um, just unbelievable. Oh, how about this? I think some of the best driver's education courses that training you could give your teenagers oh. is some of the driving footage from Russia. I mean, yeah. they've, they've got dash cams everywhere over there and the most extreme misbehavior behind the wheel that you have ever seen. Yeah. Um, and you can just, you can see the wreck coming and you could talk to your kids, say, see what speed will do you, see the erratic lane changes. Yeah. You know, I think you can use, use it on that. Heavy equipment fails. Yeah. You know, I have never been quite as guarded about loading tractors on trailers as I have been since I've watched some fails and tractors yeah. sliding off of trailers on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I... You know, there's there's excavator skill taken to whole new levels, although none of them better than Dexter Henry placing our rocks on our lot. Heavy equipment should be mentioned. That's really a fun thing to watch on YouTube because it's sped up. You can really get a feel for how much work they can do. I watched a video of some excavators that must have been digging a foundation for a skyscraper, but there was three excavators, and one would take a load of dirt, reached up as high as he could to a little shelf. This other This excavator was just sitting on this little shelf of dirt, he would then pick the shovel for up and lift it as high as he could, and another one would take it out. Anyways, just things, again, that you never saw before that yeah. you're seeing, and it was really beautiful, and, and heavy equipment's a good example. Even equipment I didn't know existed, like certain farm implements and harvesting machines that are, you know, probably create the food that I eat in my house, but you can you can get a up-close look at it. It's really fun. Yeah, it's great. Love it. All right. Well, I would, we would love if you guys put some suggestions in our in the comments on YouTube. As you can tell, we we probably actually are only scratching the surface of the types of things that are available. Yeah. I, I, ironically, since we've become more involved in YouTube, I think both of us probably watch less and are less tuned into the types of um, you know things going on there. There's certainly some trends and and things come and go in terms of style and types of content but overall mm -hmm. we're huge fans we love it I, I really recommend that you try watching it on your tv if possible it's it's especially our videos you know you can you can see it better it's high definition so it's going to look as good as anything on netflix and some people are even making 4k videos so if you right. haven't done that yet give it a try yeah all right anything to add before we wrap up just that youtube maybe has driven home for me the idea that um, the more you know about something, the more you realize how little you know. And, yeah. and as I think about now how big YouTube has become, which is just sort of a pale reflection of how big the world is, right? Yeah. How many people there are and how many wonderful things happen and how many awful things happen. YouTube is just a way for me to kind of get in touch with how teeny, how, 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 how insignificant is my claim to what I know. Yeah. compared to how many things there are to know. So that's one of the things that I've benefited most from YouTube, I think. I'm a little, not concerned, but aware. There, there's so much content being put on YouTube every day and every hour that it's it's already become really hard to filter through to the actual good and interesting mm -hmm. bits. And it seems like there's more and more, I don't want to say junk content, but you know, like I said, compilations or things that are just truly a waste of time. I, I, hope, I hope someone can help kind of catalog and organize it in a in a more helpful way maybe that already exists maybe somebody's already done that legwork but it'd be nice if there was a some type of place you could go where all the sorting has been done and you can really find the good stuff but that, that's tough to say too because what people will then assume is that we're talking about you know big channels that are producing great content but that's not actually it because a lot of the most interesting videos come from a person who maybe never uploaded a video but happened to catch 
some event, you know, and so they battle they, of Kruger. Right, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. There, there's no magic bullet here, but we're grateful for the platform. W- whatever comes of it, I'm sure that we'll continue to uh, in, enjoy whatever iteration of it gets. And yeah, maybe there'll be a competitor someday, and I'm sure that'd be great for everybody. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. You can uh, subscribe to this on our second channel, EC2. And if you don't mind, will you next time you're watching one of our main videos, leave a comment or remind our regular viewers that this podcast exists if you're enjoying it. And I should say leave a review for us on iTunes. It helps alert them and other people that, that the show is happening. And I think a good portion of our, of our regular viewers are still unaware. Okay. We'll catch you next time.